0: Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Tag's Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez. This is episode 143 Coming up shortly is my interview with Alan. He has GoNaked.co. It's all about building community, being naked, and a whole lot of other lots of fun. You got to check this out. Um, take our poll this week. It's on Patreon.com forward slash Talk About Gay Sex. It's all questions about being naked, like Are you being Are you comfortable being naked? Are you comfortable being naked in a group? There's a few other questions we want to hear from you. And on next week's show with my nifty, sexy, fun co-host, we will get to last week's poll as well as this week's poll. Um, coming up, just a quick announcement. March 12th is my brand new show. It's a live show from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. And I'm asking, it's it's all where I get to talk to you a- answer some of your solicited um, answer your questions with some solicited advice is what I'm trying to say so send in your questions you can if you have a sex conundrum you want me to weigh in I'm going to have some, a guest here and there on some of these live shows the whole show gets repackaged up and comes out the following day it's ultimately just giving you more content uh, every single week So that's coming up on March 12th. You can email me, steve at talkaboutgaysex.com to if you have a question or you want me to weigh in or you want to weigh in on a past topic. Either way, it's you and me and let's do it. So that's coming up March 12th. Again, you can be support the show and take our poll. We've got a lot of things coming your way. Extra special sexy perks on our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. Again, take our poll this week. It's totally free. And while you're there, check out the extra special sexy perks that you could be getting coming your way. Well, let's get into this week's episode. It's episode 143. My conversation with Alan of GoNaked.co. Well, I'm very excited today with my guest. I have attended his parties before here in New York. Uh, his name is Alan, and he started the Go Naked. Um, brand yeah. if you fuck clothes yeah. go naked yes. The acronym right
2: yeah well the parties are fuck clothes go naked the organization's called go naked um, we have other parties as well. We have Shangri-La. We've got travel. We've got um, local adventures. We just got back from Vermont, but Fuck Close, Go Naked is the name of the party, just to like let loose, be naked with friends, and then Go Naked is the organization. Well,
0: I want to get into all of those parties yeah. in a minute and what, we, what people can expect. Um, I just want to kind of read something off your page That really struck me that I think our audience will resonate with. Uh, You started out by saying it's always been about community designed as a safe place to simply be naked. Go naked has always been about community. We gather to meet others to appreciate one another's for our minds, our hearts and our whole person. We celebrate our willingness to put down the barriers and share our authentic selves we gather to embrace the simplicity of connection, the beauty of fraternity and friendship in the nude. You go on to say it's, it's, it's a place of no judgment, no expectations to perform, no measure of prowess or superiority. We express closeness and camaraderie, uh, camaraderie in our most natural state without the pretext of sexual attraction or competitiveness. The classifications of our social orders established by the uniforms of clothing. We can't exist together without the pressures and superficiality of labels and all the rest of the bullshit the world puts on us. It's just the us humans, humans connecting in our most human form. It's something we've lost. And... I guess my first question to you is, and I love what you uh, stand for in all this, is did you always grow up wanting to, were you always a naked little boy? (laughs) How did this start for you?
2: Actually, one of my earliest memories is riding down the street that I grew up on on my little three wheel or like those plastic bikes. I forget what those called. Oh, big wheels. Yeah, yes. little three wheeler, big wheel. I had that. Um, <laughs> riding down the street to my neighbors, and I was butt naked, and my mom was like running after to get me. You were one of those kids. I, I was remember one of those, those. kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember like knocking on the neighbor's door and being like, "Hi, I'm here to see your birds," because she had a ton of birds, and I really liked them. And, um. Yeah, I've always kind of felt like clothes were superfluous and not really needed and um, whether it was uh, going on a scouting trip and it was just the guys and there was no showers so there was a lake so let's just go skinny dipping and clean off in the lake while we're here or um, with my cousins we would go out to the beach. Uh, I grew up in Southern California. So we would ditch school and go to the beach and go surfing and inevitably ended up at Black's Beach. And one thing led to another and there we are naked on the beach. And it was just no big deal. Um, I actually got my first fake ID when I was 16 almost 17 so i could go to a nudist colony
0: wow wow <laughs> not so to go
2: drinking not to do go to bars or anything like that like i wanted to go check out this like nudist camp place that you had to be 18 to get into unless you came with your family
0: so clearly no restrictions on clothing in your family i mean for example myself no, i
2: actually grew up really really conservative mormon um, oh and my but my dad was a little bit different when it was the guys. Like, if it was the guys, like, whatever, it's no big deal. Same with my grandfather. Like, my grandfather just didn't care. We There were times where we'd be out, like, fishing or whatever up in our family's cabin in um, Idaho. I'd say that, but it's just a little tiny little shack. But um, we would go fishing or whatever, and he'd be like, ah, I'm hot. And he would just strip down and jump in the lake. And we're like, oh, okay. So I guess that's what we're doing. But never, like... Co-mingle with genders or whatever like it was always just that that's just about the boys like that's what the boys do
0: Right, and so what happened when say you go into school and you're in the locker room showering with other boys Did you Have any hang-ups about it or was it just once again? It's just what we do
2: I mean it was I was still a gay boy in middle school and high school and so it's definitely still like uh, these weren't my friends right. they were just these other guys that I may have had crushes on many of them um or may have had feelings that I didn't understand because I was still in junior high school right um so no I definitely had some issues but I didn't have issues getting undressed but I would definitely like pop on her now and then because I was excited or embarrassed or whatever it was you know when you're right. younger those things pop up much more frequently <laughs> exactly it's
0: interesting because I grew up in a family where Clothing was so important, and you know, we had to not only for fashion, but also just I think be growing up Catholic. Now, you grew up uh, Mormon, which is interesting, but clearly the clothes thing wasn't an important thing in your family. And I think that that shows in all of us sometimes oh, totally. how you grow up is dictating how you ultimately respond and approach the world. Mm-hmm. And so, it's kind of great that you clearly your family n- and didn't have any issues with it, right? That you took on into I mean, your...
2: like, uh, maybe I'm painting too rosy of a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely very, very, very strict, like, at yeah. home. Like, if, if I was going to be naked, it was in the shower or in my bedroom as I was changing back into clothes again. Right. Um, but I guess there was just something about, like, being a man that seeing another man naked was no big deal. And so my dad would like come into the bathroom while I was in the shower and like have a long conversation with me and I'd like come out of the shower and I'm like drying off and dad's there. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? Right. Right. Like that was no big deal. But immediately after that, he was like, you need, you should be wearing it. As I grew older in my teen years, he was like, you need to be wearing a bathrobe. You shouldn't be walking around in your towel I used to just run around in my underwear when I was a little kid, but the older I got, he was like, no, you need to wear full pajamas, like full-length pajamas and a T-shirt, and he was pretty strict about it because of the girls. It was this weird thing about, like, this...
0: Respect s- level?
2: Respect and, like, sexual tension. Like, it's not appropriate Boy, did he get it wrong, my, though. <laughs> in so many ways. Um, it, it, it was really weird. It was just weird. It was a really weird growing-up experience.
0: Yet, later on, you get the fake ID, Mm -hmm. not for the reason so many of us want it, to drink. (laughs) You want it because you want to go to a nudist colony? Talk about that.
2: Growing up in Southern California, there are like tons of different nudist camps and colonies or vacation spots or whatever. And um, so I was about 25 minutes outside of one near Palm Springs. And so I – back then it was – not Google that I was looking in. It was in the yellow pages. Right. It up in the yellow pages, and I called them, and I asked, like, what are the requirements to get in? Me and my family are interested in coming. Wink, wink. Right. Um, and they told me the requirements and whatnot, and so I talked to some of my friends at school who had fake IDs, and I knew that they would go buy alcohol or whatever, and I talked to them about how to get a fake ID, and I got the ID, and... Because
0: clearly you had to be... 18 or 21 you for had to this? Be 18. To 18. Get in, okay.
2: Because um, it was a family resort. Got um, it. And you were. And I was 17.
0: 17. Got it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, 16 going on 17 when I was getting the ID. And then when I finally got it, I was 17.
0: And your fascination at this point, is it, yay, I'm going to be amongst other nude people? Or was it the boy thing that you were kind of a combination of it? What was your fascination?
2: It, particularly if it is going to be a family colony there was just something inside of me that said this is normal and it should be okay and i want to experience that i think more than anything right because it really wasn't like this sexual fantasy it wasn't a um like this is taboo kind of exhibitionism it was more more than anything it was just like this is okay this is normal Um, this is totally acceptable and this is a place where I can do that and feel accepted. And there, I think there was this level of curiosity that I wanted to meet people my own age that were interested in it, Mm -hmm. which that's a whole nother, um, topic of conversation. It's pertinent, but maybe for later, but like it, it, it really was that like, I wanted to meet people my own age that were interested, um, other than my cousins
0: <laughs> right right so in a lot of ways it was just innate yeah. and something that you yeah. were, the whole act of nudity being naked the freedom perhaps totally that it elicited uh because so many of us grew up almost ashamed whether whatever kind of body we have and that's why i think your group um go naked is so important because even myself um i, I attend your events now and we'll yeah. get into some of the events in a minute but they helped me, and it sometimes has nothing to do with, you know, your body type, mm-hmm. where you're at with that. It's just the, if you didn't grow up with that, I mean, I, I remember growing up with even taking my shirt off was like a whole big deal. And, totally. and I would have other friends that, yeah, no big deal. Right. And some of us, and we all... Fall somewhere in that spectrum, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. It's
2: all what's what's normalized, um, right? And our our first cultural experiences within our family, whether that's our you know fam- biological family or adopted family or chosen family, that's our first you know cultural experience, and then from there maybe it's um, our high school milieux, whatever those are, and then maybe college from there, and then after that it's adulthood, and your habits are for the most part fairly set in, and so um, for a lot of people. You know those those family expectations. What we do within our family is really formative in the sense that it's empowering and it gives you that confidence that you know your body's fine and it's not shameful that you have your shirt on. You know maybe this just isn't the right time. And it's all about how parents approach that. And I think right. coming from really religious backgrounds, right? Exactly. <laughs> I both think of you us. You and I both probably experienced a lot of. Um, for lack of a better word, shame right. like around anything that might appear to be questionable. I know the, in in the Mormon Church, there's this idea of the um, very appearance of evil, right? Whether it's and there it, or not, it's right, just exactly. yeah,
0: embedded in our framework yes, yes. of so religion.
2: I, I feel like there's so many religious people, especially religious queers, who you know their coming out experience um, is. I really want to hang out with you. You're a gay guy. It's really cool, but we can't be seen together because then other people will think I am gay, right? Just by standing next to you. And I, I think that's kind of like the same with the, the 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 body expectations that we have, and what the world kind of puts on us, and our our you know family cultures put on us is is that this there's this shame in our body, right? I guess it goes back to like the Garden of Eden, and all of that bullshit that like. God shamed them and they had to put on these coats of skins to leave the garden because their bodies were now evil. I don't know. It's right. just all, it's yeah, on all and on. bullshit, but, yeah. but it's what shapes who we are.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, one of the things that I've noticed when I've gone to your parties is once you literally strip down a lot of preconceptions that you may have had about your own body, mm-hmm about what the next person in the room is going to think about your body, about what are we going to talk about, uh, things like am I going to get a heart on. You address them all in your about section, and people yeah. can go to c o and find out more about it. But yeah. these were things that I always struggled with, yeah. even as an adult. Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. wanted to, partly as an adult, you know, there's a, You say on uh, your site, too, it's sexy without being erotic at a lot of your parties. And talk a little bit about that difference.
2: Well, like, we uh, are biological beings and there's biological things that happen within us when we see something that we find attractive. Right. Um, But we're also sentient beings and we can control our emotions and our thoughts and whatnot. And so like when you see someone who's really hot, do you need to call out? Do you need to touch them? Do you need to do something that's erotic? No, not necessarily. Um, and you probably shouldn't in today's me too. Era. Right. Exactly. Um, and so creating a space where we acknowledge that, those biological things are happening. Um, but we intentionally say, but let's put that aside. Uh, I think that creates an opportunity for people to look at themselves beyond the sex. Right. Um, and so the whole, the whole intent, you know, it's, it's like when you go to that <laughs> back to more childhood references, right. It's like those, those middle school dances where no one would dance. Right. And then suddenly that one kid that everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it's Charles again. He's out there dancing. Exactly. Um, and then suddenly someone else goes out and joins Charles on the dance floor. And the next thing you know, everyone's dancing. And it's the same thing with the, with the naked parties is that, you know, once that first person takes their clothes off and nine times out of ten, it's me. Uh, Right. (laughs) Once that first person takes their clothes off, then everybody else feels like, okay, I'm allowed to explore this. And if you set the tone correctly, and, and the tone really is about being social. And so there's, there's, there's a reason that we have certain rules. And I'll talk about the rules in just a quick second here. Um, But if you set the tone correctly, that it's about being social, that it's about getting to know people, that it's about breaking down all of the barriers that we feel when we go into a gay club. Then you can have a really phenomenal experience, whether it's your first time or your 700th time. Right. And the reason we set they, I prefer to call them expectations and not necessarily rules, is so that everybody can have a really positive experience. Um, and one of the primary ones is no phones. Um, we where, first of all, where are we putting it? But yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean. I know some of y'all have some some fairly deep pockets, if you know what I'm referring yeah, to. Yeah. But no, you don't wanna put your phone there. No. Um, so we asked that no one has has their phone and I have many times seen people with their phone out and I've gone up and I've taken the phone very gently and said, I'm gonna put this behind the bar and I'm gonna hang on to it till the end of the party, but please don't bring it back next time. Listen, Madonna
0: had a tough time for the Madame X store, so there, but yes, I applaud did. you for trying. Yes, and, yes,
2: she yes. Um but the whole reason is if you're if you have your head buried in your phone you're not going to be talking you're not going to be engaging with people and there's also a confidentiality security type of component to go with it too we have people who want to feel like they're in a safe space right. that their job is going to be in jeopardy whether they work in politics or they're a teacher or they're the you know, vp at nbc universal like they or would, they
0: just don't want their naked picture exactly. plastered all over because they came to a social event and i right. want to just um back up a second you talk about these social parties i've been to them they're here in new york i understand other cities yeah we're
2: we're currently working on san juan puerto rico and yeah i want to talk about those
0: trips and one of the things that you do at the parties i've been to them myself is uh they're at at bars Mm -hmm. there's one in brooklyn at the vault yep and then here in new york city rock bar yep And they start as early as eight and they go till, I don't know, one o'clock. And DJ music's playing. You check your clothes in a bag. It's a Mm -hmm. very um, basic, but your clothes are are safe. Yeah. And you strip down and you keep your shoes on because you are in a bar. Right. Uh, You can buy drinks. It really is a social time, a social hour, social Mm -hmm. hours. And it really, I think my experience, I talked about it on the show before, was I was a little bit nervous. It is that high school dance experience at first. <laughs> uh, my friend told me to go earlier on the early end, mm-hmm. which I appreciated because he said he was going to be there too, mm-hmm. but it allowed me to go to to this the one bar, rock bar, go to the back, take off my clothes, come back, kind of take a deep breath and... Kind of just enjoy myself before everybody started filing in right. and looking at okay who's come in now. Right. So I think there's benefits to come at whatever time you totally.
2: come. Totally. I think the, I think the biggest thing about uh, the time that you come is what are you looking for if you really wanted to to have conversation reconnect with people that you've met at the party the earlier you come the better the more opportunities there are for that because people aren't as drunk right um it is still is like going out to almost any bar people are drinking and so they get a little bit less coherent right um and so uh the the earlier come the more the more opportunity you have to really socialize with people and that's um that's why we start eight o'clock so many other parties don't start till 10 or 11 o'clock at night and people show up Fairly intoxicated. And so you don't, it, because it's not about the social aspect. Right. It, it's about the DJ or it's about the performer or it's about the space itself. And so, but this one, because the intent is being social, we start much earlier.
0: The interesting thing for me was a lot of the barriers that I was fearful of came down. And when I thought, ooh, wh- what are people going to be thinking about my body? Right. A lot of that goes out the door. There's also, just the fact that when you're standing next to somebody in a bar, you you might look down for a second, but your eyes have to stay locked with the person you're talking to. <laughs> so all those things of, oh, what does he look like? Yeah. Or how big is he? Um, you do get that out of the way. But once that happens, I found that I was just talking about normal conversation yep. getting to know people Absolutely. without the con- the restrictions of clothing yeah. and i did find it very freeing yeah which i really enjoyed and on t- on to what you said i did find it sexy without being erotic and right. so i appreciated that as well too yeah. yeah you also say something on your site too that, yeah, it's great if you get a hard-on. What do you say when people if
2: people do? I mean, hard-ons happen. It, yeah. it happens to all of us at any given moment in time. Something can inspire that. And yeah. you're just like, oh, God, what do I do with this thing? Right. Um, and so at this party, because it's literally hanging out there, Right. let's acknowledge that it happens. And I, I, I don't want to shame anybody for their involuntary body reaction. Right, There's right. no value in shame. And so I won't shame anybody. Um, and so generally what I say if boners are fine, it's about what you do with it and the action then, yeah, and so if you know people are Forgive the crassness but if people are jerking off at 10 o'clock in the, in the evening while people are trying to have a conversation with them It's not exactly Conducive to this kind of social environment right. that we're having so I'll just give them a little tap on the shoulder and say hey Let's cool it down right and bring it down a few notches Um, because our, our, because of what our intent is and what we're, we're, we're here to do. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) What's some of the
0: feedback you get from, you know, the people that love coming to your parties, that it's no big deal. The, the truly fuck clothes, go naked people as opposed to the newbies that are a little bit nervous.
2: Um, I think the biggest thing is that it really is a community. There are people that have been coming to this since day one over five years ago that have um, come to make some of their very best friends that they travel with. We've had marriage proposals. We've had wow. um, you know second, third year anniversaries happen at the party. Um, it really is about people meeting other people with common interests. Um, we've I make most of uh, our, our travel connections through the party. Um, it was funny because last year we went down to Puerto Rico and there was 35 of us, almost all of us from New York, coming down to Puerto Rico for this amazing adventure down there. And we've all remained really, really good friends. Um, and it it all started at the party, uh, just connecting with each other there. And so it really is about building community and that's the biggest bit of feedback that I get from people. Um, the other feedback that I get from people, I guess, on a negative side, um, I, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, is that we need bigger spaces and more spaces and people want it to happen every single week because right. it is a lot of fun and it is really enjoyable. So if anyone out there listening has a space <laughs> where they would like to host Fuck Clothes Go Naked, give us a holler through our website.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And in all of our times, we're living in crazy times. We're all so busy. Stripping down and having zero you know devices in our hands yeah. truly does allow us to connect. wouldn't ah, you say yeah, that yeah. if you give us those four hours or whatever however many hours yeah. they are? It really is kind of cool what these totally. events at least in my experience what totally. they do
2: well and it's it's kind of spawned this whole network of other little small neighborhood events so like people will you know host you know 10 or 15 people at their place for a game night and everybody's naked together or um, we've had groups that do naked brunches and dinners uh, we've had other groups that do uh, naked art sessions there's now a naked knitting group there's nice. um, several like naked drawing groups um, there's a pregame of Guys, yeah. that I heard the yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: pre-game at someone's place, be fifteen, twelve of them before yeah. they come to yeah. your parties, which yeah. is great. We have to talk about the travel plans yeah, because I least. know you just did a whole uh, week, I guess, or weekend, weekend in, Vermont, in Vermont, and Vermont. Yeah. you have upcoming trips to San Juan um, and Bali. Yeah, what happens in these trips that you can tell us about?
2: Well, first off, like the philosophy around the trips is. Um,
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And making it just naked
2: as normal as possible um, and finding different naked places around the world. I feel like that's that was probably one of the fundamental reasons that i started the group and made it very very open was i feel like there's so many naked spots in the world but they're kind of hidden and you have to hunt for the group and you have to hunt for people and when you're at the beach you're like if if you're a newbie like it's really nerve-wracking to go up to new people and try to talk to them and so the whole Things started just as this effort to make, make it a little bit more normal and accessible to everybody. So the trips, I, we expressly make them as ex- as accessible as possible. Um, I try not to do any trip over two thousand um, dollars because there's so many gay trips out there that are like three, four, five, six, oh, sure. eight thousand dollars just right. to, to walk in the door for some of these places, and and that's just not what the average twenty five to forty five year old has easily um, accessible to themselves. And you're traveling
0: your light, so you're not bringing a lot of luggage, exactly. which is great.
2: So you can <laughs> fly one of those cheap airlines that you have to pay to breathe in. There you, know, you go. If you really want to. Um, but so these trips, uh, it's just... Well, Vermont, for example, there were six, 17 of us in this giant house um, right next to the ski resorts, and we had a hot tub, and we had a sauna, and we had uh, one of the, the guys that came along the trip was cooking for us the whole time, and it was just 17 guys naked in a house. We did board games, we did a drag show, we did uh, movie nights, we went skiing, we had hot tub nights, we had sauna days. like. It was just a Super chill fun. group of guys hanging out of the house together, and it was just a ton of fun. Um, and the 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 again, the the objective is to build community and build friendships and get to know people. And this last one, we had people from Boston and Philadelphia and Florida. New Jersey and New York that all came and joined us. For I would imagine
0: the socials that you can go to are great, but they're what? They're drinking and they're a few hours. Right. These are, you really talk about community. This yeah. is a chance where you really get to do activities with yep. like-minded people and really immerse yourself. Yeah, in the culture. absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, it and this is, so the, the bar parties are fun and yeah. consistent and they're easy. Um, but In the gay community, I think there's way too much centered around alcohol. Um, And uh, for... Those of us who don't really enjoy drinking alcohol as much, um, or for those who are sober, sure, it's better to have these kind of like sober spaces, and just in general in life, it's better to be able to do things without relying on alcohol as the or any substance, any substance as the core entertainment source, right? Um, And so these travel opportunities really give us that chance to get out into the world and see things differently, and like even last summer we did a trip. um, It was just a day trip, but we went up near Poughkeepsie at Mohawk Preserve and there's several areas there where you can be nude on the river and suntan and um, enjoy the water and so we did those trips as well and with those groups even for a long extended day like you just make that much better of a connection with people and make better friends and again it all goes back to community.
0: Well, I was just gonna say you talk a lot about community. What can you talk about inclusivity and who is welcome at these events and travel events?
2: Uh, Initially when the group started, our focus was um, men. Um, and anyone who identified as male. So, um, you know, it's cis men, trans men, intersex men, even those who consider themselves non-binary but identify more with the masculine, they're all welcome to, to the party. But as things moved on, we started to see that more and more people were like, hey, well, my girlfriend really wants to come and she's totally cool if everybody's there. And so we just kind of gave up the, I- the idea yeah. of being exclusive on gender primary membership are cis and trans men 25 to 45 that's like our primary group of people most of them being queer right you know quite a few of them being you know bisexual or or straight as well but most of them being queer cis and trans men but we still have women that come to the events we still have trans folks that come to come to the events and they're absolutely welcome there's no no issue with them being there because the core philosophy is that all bodies are welcome um, and that all bodies are beautiful. And it doesn't matter if you're 375 pounds in a super, super hairy bear, or if you're 112 pounds in an itty bitty twink, it doesn't matter if you have breasts or a vagina or a penis. It just doesn't matter because we're not there to look at the sexual components of our body and the sexual attraction of our body. We're there to get to know each other for, for what, And for who these people are and not what they are. Right. We
0: didn't strip off this armor of clothes only to then judge each other on our bodies. It was really to be free and open and non-judgmental and be comfortable with yourself and kind of really stripping away layers on a multitude of levels, which is really awesome.
2: And it's, it's, there's something really empowering about walking into a room and, we, we had actually had this conversation while we were up in Vermont. There's something really empowering about walking into the room and seeing it well over 50% minority, um, all ages, all body sizes. It, it, I don't go to a ton of parties in New York, but a lot of the people that I you know, that come to the parties go to quite a few and they're like, this is honestly one of the most diverse parties that they go to. Um, and, and I think that that's a really powerful message to a lot of people. What's your
0: advice? Because about when if you just want to go naked. Because you and I actually met before at a guest who's been on this show, Tags oh, Podcast, Finn Deerhart, um, out of San Francisco. We were in a seminar together about intimacy, yeah. and it was really awesome. He has a he was on the show recently and has an exercise that you can do on your own of getting to know your body naked, l- literally just sitting in front of a mirror. Yeah. And just exploring your body to kind of just get to know your body and appreciate your body for what it is, where Mm -hmm. it's at right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about where you want it to go or where it has been. Do you have any follow-up advice on Uh, if you just want to fuck clothes?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll be honest and and a little bit vulnerable here. All of this kind of started because of my own insecurities. I, excuse me, I was a, a chubby kid, um, and I really kind of like struggled with my body image, um, at, at being younger, uh, especially when, you know, trying to date and all of those sure. things as I grew older and I was like, God, I have to be perfect. And I had, um, you know, eating disorder issues and then I was a dancer and that of course led to even more oh, eating yep. disorder issues. Former gymnast here. Yeah. So there I can, yeah. Yeah. So it. it as I like came out of school and like the, the professional arts world, I had an injury and so like I couldn't dance anymore. I couldn't work out anymore. I was gaining a ton of weight and just really wasn't happy. And I just said. Fuck it, I need to like know myself more because I don't. And I would go and yeah, we've, I think we've all done this. I went and I would get the big t shirt and the big sweats, and that's what I would wear at yeah. home because it was the most comfortable thing. Like, right. there, were, there was nothing binding, but I was also hiding the truth from myself. Got and it. so I started to spend more time naked at home um, and see how my body felt when I sat down and that extra skin was suddenly someplace where I didn't expect it to be. And I was like, Oh, wow! I've been covering that up for a while. (laughs) Um, and it, it just helped me accept it. Right. Um, this is, this just is, this is my body. Um, I, and through that acceptance, I came to just love who I was, even though it's not the perfect version of myself that I envision or that I really want. Um, it's the version of myself that i have and i'm glad to have myself Um, and and so it it all really started with confronting my own insecurities with my body and then um i found it a little bit empowering and then a friend or i had some roommates that that joined and they were like oh well this is kind of cool too and then one thing led to another and then suddenly we would have We would have people over for uh game nights or or drinking or just hanging out as friends or a movie and we would all end up naked and it was just hanging out
0: and i think it's such a great point that the the sooner you get work on yourself Mm -hmm. and get over all of your insecurities you realize that it's your fight with yourself that really when you go to you know whether it's having some friends over and you're going to do a naked game night or going to one of your events or travel events People, no one really is judging you yeah. or caring. Everybody's, mm. and it—it's the struggle with yourself that you have to ult- yeah. ultimately.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there, oh gosh, I forget who it was. I, 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 I want to say, oh god, someone's gonna take my gay card for this. But she's <laughs> recently passed away. She was that really sassy comedian that had the fashion show during. Oh, um, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I, I think it was Joan Rivers that said, "You have to." Um, evict 90% of the voices in your head. True and, words. if
0: Whether she said that or not, it's it's words I, to live by. Like I said,
2: I think, and forgive me for... Well, we love Joan
0: anyway, exactly, and whether she said it or not, exactly. that that does make sense.
2: Um, and so, like, 90% of those voices that we hear in our head about our body, like, oh, your chest isn't big enough, or yeah. You're, you have too much fat around your waist or your dick isn't big enough or your balls don't hang low enough or um, you're transitioning and you don't have the dick that you want to have. Um, All of those voices that are out there the kind of our own worst enemy. And the more that we can confront what those voices are telling us and say, eh, no, you're full of shit, the, the, the easier it is to evict those voices from our mind. And so, yeah, being naked at home a lot has, is, has been really helpful for me. Um, being naked in the most vulnerable situations is helpful for me. Um, is that the answer for everybody? No. That's my story, and so I do recognize that are, that there are other people who have other traumas and other scenarios that they can't get over just by getting naked. Um, but for a lot of us, I feel like it's a it, it can be a very powerful tool, um, and you don't have to do it with somebody else. You can right. do it just with yourself, just you and a mirror, you at home. You don't even need the mirror if you're just looking at your body naked, sitting on the edge of your bed. You get you start to understand what it is. And like, start listing off the things that your body does for you right? and to benefit you and to help you, even, even if it's not the body you dream of.
0: Well, and the interesting thing about it, too, is I think it's twofold. In a lot of ways, it gets you accepting your body where it is at, where it is now, but also not just as a sexual instrument or a sexual tool and all so many of us we talk a lot about it on this show we love our porn we love sex right but to be able to just be comfortable with other gay men or by yourself and not just think of it as this sexual that's all it's good for is one thing Mm -hmm. and then on the other hand it can give you confidence so when you do have sex with somebody you're that much more Confident about your body. It's not like, oh, let me turn the lights down. Let me let me be
2: (laughs) even more brutally honest. I hate riding a guy. I hate it because nine times out of ten, I feel really exposed to him. The way my body Oh, oh, I I get
0: what you're saying now. I'm I'm looking up now and Uh, seeing when somebody. Yeah, Yeah. right. Uh I
2: I I really hated that, and the the more I was naked, the more I, I. started to accept myself, the more I was just like, this person wants to be with me in this intimate scenario. Right. And so they're accepting all of those things. So I can make it a bad experience by thinking my way through all of these terrible thoughts, or I can really embrace the experience and enjoy it and accept the beauty that he's probably seeing and just let it all Enjoy the ride. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy the ride. Um, But even, even more frankly, I think, we particularly in the gay community use sex as a crutch and as right. a replacement for the intimacy that we really do need in our community so many of us have been hurt whether it's through bullying or through um body shaming. Uh, body shaming or through sex shaming or through homophobia or transphobia so many of us have been hurt and we use sex as a way to feel something but that moment goes away fairly quickly really quickly yeah yeah. um and we use sex as this this substitute uh, for intimacy because intimacy is hard and intimacy is very difficult um to be able to sit in front of somebody and not shut down conversation by kissing them or sucking their dick or whatever it might be. Um, it, when, when you really want to be intimate, it's particularly difficult. You have to look somebody in the eye and you right. have to have those conversations. And when you're nude and totally exposed, that intimi- intimacy is difficult. And so the more that you're able to create that intimacy with friends and with lovers and with other people that doesn't hinge on sex, the more I think you as an individual start to accept other things about yourself and start to discover other things about yourself that sex isn't showing you, but intimacy can show you. And I think there's something really powerful and intimate about being in a room with four or five of your good friends nude without any context of of sexual expectations. You really get to, there's an opportunity to explore who you are and that intimacy with out that, that 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 sexual pressure. And I think I think I don't know how to describe it quite a, as eloquently as I want to, but when you're in a space and I think many of us have gone to a sex party or have gone to sure. a bathhouse. <laughs> right. When you're in that space and you're walking around the room and you're trying to find that one person that sparks your interest or vice versa. And you keep walking and you keep walking and you go around. In circles. Right. And then you're like, gosh, it's been 45 minutes and nobody wants to give me what I want. Right. That can be so destructive to your self-esteem, to your self-worth, to all of these things. But when you're in a, a, a nude space where sex is removed suddenly that person that maybe in in a bathhouse environment would never talk to you is talking to you and they're starting to see, oh, wow, there's value in who you are as a human and you have intelligence and you have depth of personality and you travel and you're funny and I'm actually really into you and great, we've made a connection. And that was all based on intimacy. Right. And then suddenly that, that, that connection that you've made bubbles over, and you're like, wow, I actually want to take you home tonight, so can we go?
0: Well, and you, and it's a lot of sexual energy can yeah. be so amazing that just flows like Tantra that mm-hmm. you're just emanating positivity in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways. It's how you yeah, use yeah, yeah. it. And,
2: I mean... Maybe there's a little bit out there. Don't anyone think I'm a, like, Marianne Williamson, crystals-around-my-room type of a person? Because I'm not. Hey, we love Marianne. over there, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I... You will find a Marianne uh, Williamson
0: book in I this mean, place. I mean, she's got some good stuff,
2: yeah. some. Um, but I, I, I will say that I think we as human beings over the eons have lost our ability to read each other's energy, and I think that really is... A part of it, and when you don't have clothes and you don't have devices and you don't have all of these other distractions and your bodies are just naked, it becomes that much easier to read someone else's energy and say, Oh, wow, this person is a match with me, even if it's not exactly the type of person that at a bathhouse you would immediately go down and suck their dick. You know, like it's a totally different kind of energy match, and um, we're able to see that when we remove all of the other devices and things and 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 shields that we put on to protect ourselves and so it kind of in a way rejuvenates that ability to read other human beings energy
0: alan i want to thank you so much um people can go to gonaked.co.co how can we follow you on or can we follow the the site um on social media
2: uh, yeah, there's a, a Twitter page as well, and it's um, go naked underscore co.
0: Go naked underscore co. Got it.
2: And that's pretty much it. We're in the process of leaving Facebook okay. um, because of their crazy rules, and, of course. and um, tangentially, uh, Instagram has kicked us off about four times after getting five to ten thousand followers. So we're not going to go back. So I guess we yet.
0: won't have dick pics. You had a thing you had for a while where you would accept dick pics and yeah. post them. Will that will that come back or? Um,
2: uh, we still do those. I mean, okay. you can actually go into our store on goneca. Co and you can order your own dick pic if you want.
0: There you go. I love it. Yeah, cool. and they've got a gra- You've got a great store on here on the shopping. Thanks. Um, so I definitely am going to order my T-shirt for sure. <laughs> we should let people know that um, the the upcoming events you've got. um yeah. Are. Um, let me just get those really quick. Well, where are you going? I know well, Puerto Rico
2: first off, um, this Friday, we're really excited to partner with Premier 57, which is, um, the That's upscale. Right. I went the first one. Yeah, I had so did. much fun. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's a we, spa. We, yeah. Why don't you tell about your experience? Yes.
0: Yeah, so it's a spa, a regular, uh, spa here in New York city that you took over for a night mm-hmm. and, It's indoor, outdoor kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. you had a DJ spinning really great vibes. I loved the music so much. They had a bar out there that you could get cocktails. We wore swimsuits. But I actually, I went by myself and sat in kind of the warmer of the two pools and found myself talking to this wonderful couple that one of them had just moved here from Chicago and talk about community. Mm-hmm. We were just, ta- I was talking about their new relationship, the difference between Chicago and New York. I mean, we went on and on and it was really great, Yeah. but then you can go in, in, and use the the dry sauna, the, I met a boy there. We Yay. went on a date afterwards. What? So uh, thank you to that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that happens this Friday. Yep. It's at premiere 57. Yeah.
2: Premiere 57. Uh, and that's eight to 1230. And you can buy the tickets at gonikaco slash shangri-la is the name of the event um and then the next week after that that thursday we're going to be at the vault um i think that's in brooklyn M- march 5th i believe if off the top of my head thursday um yep you can join us there in brooklyn and then um we'll be back at uh, rock bar this summer, uh, June, we're going to be going to Puerto Rico for our second annual Naked right. Weekend. Thursday, June
0: 4th through Monday, June
2: 8th. Right. And it's, it's Pride down in San Juan. Uh, San uh, Puerto Rico in general and San Juan on the whole is a community that... Um, all of us in New York should want to support as much as possible. Everybody, so,
0: and, and we have listeners all over the, yeah. um, the world, so everybody should be supporting yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you're also going to Bali, October 15th through the 21st, yes, and I've Bali, always wanted to go there.
2: And we're super excited about the Bali trip, um, uh, but really quick about the, the Puerto Rico trip, where actually that particular weekend, the, the, the guest house we're staying at, that's their coming out weekend as now a gay and clothing optional resort. Oh. Um, they'll be the first in Puerto Rico, and they've invited us to celebrate that wow that so in the coming days we're going to have a, a big advertising blitz all over the place to be celebrating that so that's pretty exciting it's so very exciting yeah, yeah. go slash weekend um yep. and there you can get all the information and sign up and join us uh places are going pretty quick we're okay. almost 50 percent sold out um then bali uh, we're really excited about that. That's going to be five days on these fantastic traditional Indonesian um, uh, barges. Will each day we'll be stopping off on some kind of uh, little port, private beach. Uh, we'll be hitting up the be- the pink beaches and the black beaches. Wow! Um, and, and it's all nude the whole time. Uh, there's a massage therapist. Uh, no, the I know boat. you said
0: you had you tried to keep the cost down to two thousand. Yeah. Are you going to be able to do that in yeah. Bali?
2: So the the trip itself is about. Sixteen seventy five. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then your the your airfare, flight. airfare right now for Bali, which is really kind of incredible, is only about six hundred dollars round wow. trip. So Got it. That's pretty, you pretty could incredible. actually do it on a, on you could a, do this under a $2,500 budget. Total. That's great. Um, and all of your food and alcohol and everything on the boats is all taken care of. Um, but yeah, this is, this is going to be a pretty big trip for us. Um, and we're really excited. So you can also go on gonika.co slash Bali and get all the information and put your deposit down for that trip as well.
0: Well, fuck clothes, go naked. I am in. Alan, thank you so much. <laughs> we'll have you back thank on you. again. And, and I can't wait to attend one of your events. Thank Yay, you. Thank you. I want to thank my guest today, Alan of gonaked.co. Follow him and check them out. These upcoming trips sound really, really remarkable. I'm going to try and check out some of their parties as well. And maybe just try being naked at home. Start with that uh let me know where you're at with that but in the meantime take our poll go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex where this week's poll is all about naked questions for you we will report on last week's and this week's poll on next week's episode And you can, while you're there, check out the sexy extra perks you can get by becoming a Patreon member. Again, it's patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. And in the meantime, continue having, or start having hot gay sex.